Roll camera. Mics up. And action. Live from Australia, streaming around the world. Around the world. The most cinematic podcast of your week awaits. This is Bottomless Popcorn with your host, Morgan Brown. Hey everyone, I'm Morgan. This is another episode of Bottomless Popcorn. Uh, on this episode, we have one third of the Newcastle Morning Breakfast Show on Hit 106.9. Uh, Ducko, Nick Allen Duckett is joining us. Uh, so let's get straight into it and listen to his uh, four favorite films. He's also got a really cool story to tell us about uh, his time working on uh, the film San Andreas. So keep your ears out for that one. I think you'll enjoy it. Hey, my name is Nick Ducko, Alan Duckett. And the last movie I watched was uh, the classic Arnie movie, Jingle All the Way, the Christmas movie. Yeah, he started his Christmas countdown early. We were absolutely that would have been in November. It was a couple of days before December. So he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Started I had to it early. early. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Why not? It's Arnie acting as well. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Amazing. It's the best of his stuff, I think, too. You know, what's the other <laughs> you know, one? Um, I watched Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop's great. Yeah, yeah. And the one with Danny DeVito as well. Twins. Twins. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I did watch it um, when I rewatched this one, Jingle All the Way. And I was like, he obviously he sucks, but he's not that <laughs> bad. You know what I mean? He's holding yeah, yeah. it together. Yeah. yeah. He's doing his best. He's yeah, trying to make everyone proud, I think, you know? Exactly. He's just, yeah. I saw the other day, too, Twins is getting. A, a reboot called yes. triplets with i think they said it's tracy morgan will be the, the oh, third uh, really? character now yeah which sounded a bit uh bit interesting hopefully yeah, it's not that, like a um, how's that gonna work I, I genuinely don't know but i'm just hoping <laughs> it's not like coming to america the second one because oh, i don't mate. think that works yeah that no, was well. a letdown i feel like <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be a tough movie to remake twins to redo it so i don't Absolutely. know how that's gonna go yeah yeah, yeah yeah we'll have to see but uh all the same, I'm pretty excited to see anything at the minute, and hopefully yes. it's at the movies too. Yes. Um, we're going to go to the movies today. We're going to see your favourite film, and we've got a few trailers for your uh, third, uh, sorry, fourth, third, and second favourite films as well ahead of okay. us. Okay, good. So I'm quite excited. You've picked uh, some great films. I mean, so it was very tough. To talk it about. was very, very tough to pick. To narrow it down to four, I, it was like, it took me weeks. Yeah. Weeks. The, these are really good ones. Like some of the ones you've got on here, uh, one of them's come up before and a few others I've been expecting to come up uh, as well, but they okay. haven't come up yet. So I'm pretty excited to talk about them with you. Okay. Um, but obviously we're going to the movies. We're going to stop at the candy bar for a few uh, snacks and treats on the way through. Yes, so right. what are you loading up on before we, before we take our seats? I'm getting a large popcorn and an extra large Maltesers and I'm pouring the Maltesers in the oh, popcorn. Every one of those guys. Popcorn. Yeah. And then a large frozen Coke, <laughs> but it's half strawberry, half frozen okay. Coke. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. I need uh, popcorn and Maltesers. Now I know I've heard some of the, your chats before. I know you're not a fan of that, but no, it's it is, a bit salty and sweet. It's the best way I, to go. I get it, but you just, Surely you're just getting a little chocolatey fingertips that you're just going to wipe all over your clothes and oh, yeah, it's going to come out looking like a mess, you know? <laughs> it's dark. You're in the movies. No one can see you for that yeah. two hours. You can do whatever you want, really. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah, I guess. What's your go-to snack? I usually just do popcorn and a drink. Okay. Um, Maltesers. So I worked at the cinema for like nine years and I don't, I reckon I consumed a ridiculous amount of Maltesers in that period of time, but I never yeah. mixed it. I always thought that oh, was, I can't believe that. I just, that- yeah, I, it, it was never one that I did. 
Right. It's just like the I greatest just... combination ever. I'll even go to the supermarket and buy the popcorn. Not as good as maybe popcorn. Yeah. And if I'm watching something at home and I'll go to the supermarket, get Maltese and popcorn and pour it in that way. Like I'm just oh, like the microwave it. bag ones. No, I mean, nah, I couldn't do that. <laughs> just like those slightly salted, like ones you get. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. I'll yeah. just pull that in. So it's cold. It's not hot. It doesn't have the same yeah. effect, but you do right yeah. when you get the perfect hot, warm movie popcorn and it melts the Maltese. Yeah, right. It's all a bit yeah. chocolatey and a bit. Oh yeah. That is, I'm with you. that's, okay. that's good times. I feel like I'm going to have to come around on it and maybe <laughs> I think I want to go and see Spider-Man before the year's out. So I think I yes. might give it a go there. Do it. I might do buy it. My I'm regular see, one and a small one on the side. June. June's out. I think June's I saw out it came out today. today. Yeah, yes. it is. I'm yeah, very so interested to see that. What is it? So when you when you go to the movies, do you what do you go for? You go for the big screen, or do you go for like the recliners or the gold lounge where they're gonna bring some food and drinks uh, into you while you're watching it? What's your what's your go to when you go? I, yeah, everyone likes going to gold class and stuff and likes having beers in the movie or whatever. I actually hate drinking alcohol in movies. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's because I got a wee all the time. So yeah. when I start, when I have a, a beer or two, then I need to break the seal. And then all I can think about is when I'm not focusing on the movie. So yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of gold class. And I find it quite awkward when people are coming in, bringing stuff to other people. And you're smelling like someone's chicken wings yes. or hot chips. And then, yeah. then, then like I've had people like some of the lovely uh, waiters and waitresses accidentally spill champagne on me. Yes, I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Literally spilled champagne on me, got sticky everywhere. And like they obviously give you free tickets. It's not their fault. It's an accident. Yeah. But like too much, too many things can go wrong. I actually like the old yeah. school, just sitting in a big cinema, big screen, bunch of randoms around you and feeling sort of yeah. like the vibe of everyone around you embracing that absolutely movie? Yeah. yeah i think with um like just those big blockbuster two seeing those with a big crowd or even in particular comedy seeing that with a big crowd i think like yes. really elevates your experience and and your enjoyment of it as well like i think the if it's a comedy i think the reaction of the crowd adds to the like it heightens the reaction yeah. Like it might remember, not have been the funniest joke, but you're laughing even harder because everyone else is laughing. And there's always you. that one person in the audience who has like a really weird laugh. <laughs> yes. And then you're laughing at their laugh. Yep. Yeah. I Every remember time. the first time I saw Anchorman was in the, in the cinemas. Uh, yep. I must have been in primary school. And I remember I've not laughed that hard before in a movie cinema. And yeah. everyone else around you is just absolutely in hysterics laughing, like belly laughing. And it becomes yes. like a fun environment. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's definitely like... Like I was trying to think of one just then when you were talking, and I think the last like big comedy I saw would have been something in 2019. Good Boys. Did you see Good Boys? Oh, yes. Yes, I did so, see that. Yeah, yeah. Not I remember movie, seeing – yeah. yeah. So I remember seeing that with a at a cinema in a pretty decent-sized crowd and then watching it again at home and kind of been like, oh, I, I remember that being funnier. But when I kind of thought about it, I was like, I think yeah. it's the the difference of seeing it with and without a crowd. Yes, um, yeah. But I, it, it definitely makes all the difference, I think. Isn't that funny? Like, do you reckon that changes comedies now? Like, so many movies get dropped on Netflix or Stan or whatever it may be, and you can watch it and you might be like, eh, it was okay. But if you saw it yeah. in a movie cinema that was full, you might have thought it was very funny. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it probably even comes down to the editing because I think yeah, there's probably gaps left where like, there should be a laughter. So there's like yeah. probably a bigger space between the next character, you know, yeah. like on the sitcoms and stuff like two and a half men where there's the audience track, you know? And yeah. if you take that away, there's just like really long gaps between them responding to one another. It's I like think... a not funny show at all. Yeah. Have you watched friends without audience laughter? Yeah. It's like how that? bad like is it? Yeah. It's so bad. It's so cheesy, <laughs> but the audience yeah. laughter makes the mood. It makes the atmosphere. Exactly. Yeah I, yeah, think, yeah, I think it makes all the difference. And I think 
like it, it probably comes down to that editing whether or not they leave in a big enough space for audience laughter or if they just go it could be funny but we're not sure so let's just have the next character start talking like immediately yeah but, but yeah, I, definitely. I think so, yeah. It does all come down to the editing as well. Like the editing is such a big part of any movie, particularly a movie like comedy where the pace just needs to be flowing. And Absolutely. then the gaps need to be right, the, the right amount of time. Like there's only worse when they do a, a good joke and you sort of laugh at it. Then you miss the next thing they say. Yeah, exactly. Nothing yep. worse. The worst. But then again, I think they're probably like counting on you being really into the movie and going, oh, I have to go watch that bit again because I yeah, it's said true. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, hanging off every word. That's good. Um, do you remember the first movie you ever saw at the movies? Oh, I would have had to have been with dad. I reckon me and my dad used to go to the movies all the time. And I reckon yeah. it was probably one of those, like, uh, I've got, I've got really early memories of seeing this wasn't the first movie. I've got a couple. I think the first movie I ever saw, maybe one of like the old school, like Pokemon movies with dad. Remember okay. when they made those into films Sure. and we saw that, but I remember seeing the very first Harry Potter. And the very yep. first Lord of the Rings with dad, like from a, from a young age, he took us to them. And I remember yep. being just absolutely mesmerized seeing the first Lord of the Rings in particular. I, like I said, I don't think it was my first movie, but I was young enough for dad to have to take me and do all sure. that. And um, yeah, the fellowship of the ring. I, I remember seeing that and just like, it's such a long movie as well, but like being on the edge of my seat the whole time and being so into it yeah. um, and just so caught up in the world. I remember, I think through doing this i've had to think a fair bit about it for the longest time yeah. i thought it was the santa claus um, uh, yes but i'm pretty sure it's actually small soldiers do you remember that yes so yes that was the first yeah alive. Yeah, yeah i think that was the first thing i saw but yeah. i remember going to the movies and just associating the fact that curtains were on the wall meant that this was like a really like rich place as yep. in like, it must've cost a lot of money because the carpet went all the way to the ceiling. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just And you dress up nice to go. Yeah, there. exactly. Remember, yeah. remember the movie was like, just oh, like a real yeah. outing. Like it was a real, it was yes. a friend date. It was a date date. It was a social thing to do on a weekend. Like yeah. seeing a movie on a Saturday night was good enough for any plan. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I actually, so, I actually think, Geez, I've got a few movies, either Pokemon, whatever, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, but I do remember the very first Shrek. That'd have been like early 2000s. Yeah. Like I remember, I remember seeing, the, yeah, I remember seeing the first Shrek in the cinemas. And I think I even went with my whole family. Yeah. And um, yeah. And that was just, that was like the revolution of that sort of animated kind of funny new yeah. style of doing, uh, you know, comedies like that, that were animated. Yeah. And I, I remember being blown away by it. Yeah. I, that's that's probably one for me too. That was pretty early or one of the first for sure. I think that's 2001. So yeah, definitely one, one, one with the family. I got a younger sister as well. So I'm sure if it wasn't my first, it was her first. So it would have yeah. been, been good. <laughs> Someone's first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's a movie that you remember more for the experience around seeing it? Like you remember the events around, around seeing it or the whatever happened when you were seeing it, you remember that more than the actual film. Oh uh, Yeah. I remember um, when I lived, because I lived in America for a bit. I lived yeah. in LA in a place called Burbank, which was, it's just sort of up from like Warner Brothers Studios and all the major studios in America. And yeah. I was like studying acting at the time. And, you know, so you live in, you live and breathe movies and cinemas and actors. And, you know, you got Ellen DeGeneres walking out the street in front of you one day. And it's, you know, it's, it's a vibe over there. Yeah. And I remember going to the movies for the first time in America and we saw Argo, um, which yes. won the Oscar that year. Um, and I have never been in a movie before 
and the American or that, that have an audience like the American audience, because they're so loud and they're so animated. They would clap yes. after something went right. It's very hoorah America. But when yeah. something went right for them, they'd clap. And at the end of the film, when they all saved the American people and they got them back to the country and yada, 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 everyone stood up standing ovation and was clapping and cheering. People were crying and stuff. Yeah, all right. obviously Americans. And they were, and I was yeah. just like, cause in Australia, when the film ends, it's the most awkward silence and people just like shuffle out <laughs> and leave. Yeah. And they were getting up, they were clapping, they were cheering, yelling, crying. Like I was like, is this what you're meant to do? Yeah. It's, it feels weird. Hey, like it's a, like clapping a performance where the performers get no, like they don't like, know don't that just know. happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's weird. I, I didn't mind it. Like I was like, that's like, have you ever been in a cinema yeah. where you just felt like it ends and you're like, that was, that was a masterpiece. Yeah. Like, I, that deserves and a clap. Yes. It's, and I've found through working at the cinema that it used to be like those midnight showings where all like the yes. real hardcore fans would come out and see the very first session. Oh, like right, those crowds. Yeah. Like those yes. crowds would be the ones that are into it. Like they're the ones that have been counting down the days to finally see this. And they yeah. are the ones that get like into it. They clap at random points and stuff like that. They're all dressed up. Ready yeah. To yeah, go. exactly. If, yeah. Yeah. That, and that's honestly like, it, it's harder probably to do in Australia as well. Cause we're a little bit more like subdued and a bit more like, you know, don't be like yeah. Um, but it's, it's a very cool way to watch it when you sit there and you just like, let the whole movie wash over you, like just embrace the yeah. whole thing and get into the vibe with everyone, a bunch of strangers around you and, yeah. and, and embrace it. Like it's, it's quite cool how they do it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then like, uh, it does happen other times too, but that they're the ones that stick out for me when it happens just on like a random Tuesday, it kind of just feels like when the planes landed and the awkward, yes. Like, yes. So the that awkward, awkward clapping. Of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> exactly like that bizarre um what about like movies based on source material like books novels um comics and that kind of stuff do you take any notice of that are you the kind of person that will read or look into that material first or you'll go and discover it after the film or what how do you feel about Um, that kind of stuff sometimes i do do it in reverse i see a movie like the the aussie movie that came out the dry that came out yeah i think it was last year with eric banner it was a great movie um great for australian cinema too i remember watching that and then I went back and read the book because it was such a good film and I enjoyed the book. And then I read the next book to it and I was like, they've sure. got to make a sequel to this. But for things yeah. like, I mean, I, I remember reading all the Harry Potters when I was young and then going and watching them, but I never, I never read like the Lord of the Rings, for example, mm-hmm. like that was above my level of reading, like yeah. too detailed, too specific. Sure. But no, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a big, I love all the Marvel movies. I love comic movies, but I don't get caught up in the the comic world and, and knowing yeah, what all sure. superheroes do and the ins and outs of comics. It's just, it's not my thing, but I, yeah. I embrace, I like the films, but yeah. So probably not, not really. I do it in reverse. I'd watch a movie. If I like it, I'll then read it. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Are you no, a good I reader feel... into Not really. I, I enjoy the films and I think probably honestly through working at the cinema, I saw like a lot of movies I otherwise wouldn't have, but yeah, j- just like, the 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 like the comic ones like the marvel ones and stuff like that i i kind of got a bit swept up in but i've never read a yes, comic neither. i've honestly i'm like i really appreciate and enjoy the films but I, yeah. I, i've never been like yeah i want to go back and read the comic book and find out what that's about now i'd rather just yeah go but i've never been a kid and... i've never been a kid who was into comics like tin tin yeah, no, marvel no, no, i've right. never really x-men yeah. i don't i don't really do com- i don't know why maybe it was before yeah. us but like i never really got into the comics so seeing them yeah. come to life in the marvel movie i feel like the comics wouldn't do it justice yeah even though it's probably meant to be the other way around exactly i look at the books too and i'm like this is just confusing to me i would not read this in the correct order like i would not follow 
the panels in the way I think they're supposed exactly. to be. Read it's all over the shop. There's speech yeah. bubbles everywhere. Things are yeah. going on. Comics, exactly. man. Too hard. Too hard. And I look at them, and especially the speech bubble, that's actually what throws me the most is when I looked at it, I've been like, I don't know which one you meant to read. Yes. First. Yes. Yeah. Which one? Like, I think I, I've looked first. at it and been like, oh, I've just read the answer, but the question's like down down yeah. here like i it yeah it's, it seems a bit difficult for me so i've i've kind of steered away from him for the for the time yeah. being i don't think I'll i, come I don't think i've ever soon. owned a comic book like as a young boy growing up or anything i don't think i've ever even owned one probably for that yeah. very reason don't know how to read it. it's too much going yeah. on <laughs> it's a picture exactly. book on roids yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> um first trailer's coming up and it is your fourth favorite film uh yes it's a comedy yeah and it's Had called comedy in there you did, and it's yeah. called Ted. <laughs> yes, I Tell love us about Ted. this one, mate. I reckon Ted, Ted one and Ted two, are yes. the most underrated comedies of all time. Like they yeah. don't get enough accolades. They don't get enough people quoting them. Uh, yeah. Like that Mark Wahlberg teaming up, it, it, it's so funny with Mila Kunis. They're so they're so good. And then anything yeah. Seth MacFarlane does, like I, a big Family Guy, um, fan. Yeah. So any, I love Seth MacFarlane's wit and his humor. Um, yeah. So anything he does, I absolutely get around. And yeah. the idea of like a talking teddy bear, that's just this loose pot smoking unit who just gets, <laughs> lo- who gets drunk and has no cares yeah. and responsibility in, and with yeah. the accent as well in Boston, like they do it so well. Yes. It's, it's really so well done. I, um, yeah. this is, this is one I can remember like the crowd reaction when I, when oh, I yeah. saw it and just yeah. like seeing it with a packed crowd. Cause I think, I'm pretty sure it was like Seth MacFarlane's first like theatrical yeah. like feature film kind of thing too. So I think there was a fair bit of hype around yes. it. And I think like the Hangover trilogy had kind of come to an end too. So this yep. was like the next thing. to be the next big like yeah. really crude like mature rated like comedy kind of thing yeah. too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it was too. Some of the jokes, man, I don't know how that hold up today. But like some some of the jokes so funny and so yes. risky and like I remember there's a and actually probably seen was probably from ted too where they go yeah. to like an improv class in yeah. america i would talk where actors go out there and do like theater sports they just say yelling yeah. at 9 11 and just the most inappropriate things and i lose it at that scene every time because yeah. like i've done improv and theater sports and yeah. like so to be on stage and for someone to say that to you you'd be like yeah all right mate come on like what do you want? Through, i know yeah. i just find it so funny that the, the yeah. The one line is in it and the situations and what Seth MacFarlane does sort of rip on and he goes yeah. to those places where everyone thinks it's too far. I find yeah. that humor very, very funny. It's it's a classic. And I, I think the same is what you were saying too. Like it, it it's so recent, but it doesn't get like, I, and everyone remembers it and thinks it's great, but it's not one that seems to get like quoted. Like, do you know what no. I mean? Like as in like people go, oh yeah, it's great. But then it's not one that people still quote to this day no like, like think about still... people still quote anchorman people still yes. quote the hangover and like the hangovers like they were up there in some of my favorite comedies as well particularly the first one the other two are eh. but um <laughs> hangover is a great movie people quote to this day ted no one really quotes that film yeah. but then you go back and look at it and there's so many memorable moments yep exactly exactly like the I scene agree. the scene where marky mark Wahlberg's listing off all the uh all the trashy names like yes. when, 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 when he's dating, oh, like guessing the, yes. yeah, and, he's, yep. and oh, it's so well done. Like, I think it's so funny. I think Mark Wahlberg's a very underrated actor comedically yep. as well. Yeah. No, it's, um, yeah, yeah. it's, it's really good. I, I agree with you. The, um, when movies get, uh, like shipped to theaters, so they're all digital now, unless they're doing like a special, like filmic run, they get shipped under like fake titles. Yeah. Uh, and, 
this one came under the fake title Thunder Buddies. So it's usually like some sort of in-joke or reference yeah. to the film. And obviously yeah. the Thunder Buddies being the how they sleep together and sing and that they're little, scared of thunder. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, I, yeah. I didn't remember until I read it up looking after it, but I was like, oh, that's that's actually sounds about right. It would have been yeah, something that yeah. silly, I think. Uh, yeah, the good. the bad guy in the film is um, Giovanni Ribisi, yes. I think his name is. Yes. And yep, he yep, just yep. plays a really good creep in pretty much everything anything he does. he's in. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And he, he was does in, it so well. <laughs> yes. And he was in the 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 country the western not the country one the western film he did um the million ways to die in the west and i think oh, even in that yes. he was like he wasn't the bad guy but he was still just a creep like just still an odd looking creep yeah yeah just, yeah, just typecast he knows what he dude. looks like yeah. yeah and he plays into that role every single time it'd, and, be, uh, it'd be a weird one being typecast as the creep and being like oh well this is what i do this is what i, I know so. i'm good at yeah, yeah, poor Steve Buscemi as well. I think you know oh, he's just got yeah, the same. He's, he's the weirdest looking dude. Yeah, I actually, I was thinking about Willem Dafoe, who obviously plays. Yes. Like, I mean, the Green Goblin. Like he's an ugly, yeah. weird looking dude, but he doesn't get, always get typecast as that. Like he sort of yeah. slips away from it. Yeah, he does. Which so is agree. interesting. I know some people just audiences just take to some and not to others. I guess. Yeah, I um just I was on IMDb as I was saying, like looking up a little bit of like facts and stuff about this one, and I didn't mm-hmm. know this, but apparently Ted if it failed to be approved and greenlit as a film would have been turned into an animated series, much like American dad and family guy and uh, stuff like that. And part of me is like, I'm glad it's not, but part of me is like, we would have had heaps more of it if it, yeah. if it was too. So I'm, I'm with you there. Like part of me is like, nah, yeah. it's glorious that Ted's the only animated thing and everything else is yeah. real. But at the same time, more Ted would have been better. Yeah, exactly. Or, or would the show have just slipped into, into like the abyss kind of like American yeah. dad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Hey, because I feel like they still would have been devoting heaps of time to like Family Guy and stuff yes. all the time. So that is, yeah, that's true. I I don't know. So I I think I'm sticking with that. I'm glad it's a, I'm glad it's a movie and yeah, and oh, me a, too. Not I, a film. I but. um and I hope they make another one because Ted Two. It was one of those sequels that I think, if not just as good, if not better than the first. Yes. So I'd love to see them do a third. Like it's it's such a great it's such a great franchise and such a great Absolutely. story. So I really hope it comes out for a third. Yeah, me too. It'd be it'd be cool too because it's like some time has passed, so I feel yes. like you'd get how we were just talking about like people to quote it. If they announced they were making the third one, I feel like you get a lot of people revisiting those two films, so the, yes. those quotes and stuff would come back. It would come the, back. It would yeah, come back into which would yeah, be really pop nice. Culture. Yeah, yeah, um, that would be very good. Good for the TED community, you know. Not enough quotes exactly. on TED. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, I'll move on. I'll go to uh, what's what do you, what movie do you think has the best soundtrack and the best original score? Ooh, okay, soundtrack. That's a tough one. I um I remember Guardians of the Galaxy having a, a pretty wicked soundtrack. Yep. Like the just all the old school tunes they use in it. Cause I think in that first one, um, he's Chris Pratt, his character always has that Walkman on him, which only yep. has like the same 20 tracks on or whatever. And yes. it's all that old school sort of queens in there and some cool, and then there's some modern stuff that they just chuck in too. And I just thought it was a really good, it was one of those soundtracks that you go on and you look at Spotify and you want to like, I'll listen to that whole soundtrack that of that movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's I really that good. That's a good one. And then score wise, I think like anything Chris Nolan does score wise and he uses yeah. um, Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer who, yeah. who just makes the big epic scores. Like Hans Zimmer did Gladiator. Like yep. that Gladiator song. Have you ever <laughs> go for a run or do some exercise? Ah, man, on, yeah. Now we are yeah, free. Yeah. 
the gladiator song oh my yeah, god man. that'll put lead in your pencil yeah like that you'll just start sprinting for that minute and a half whatever it is yeah. like i think hans did whole... like sorry go on i cut you off i was gonna oh, say no, about was... a whole playlist of like uh yes just movie score stuff like that that is just like purely for like running or walking to just to get a pace up and it's it's awesome yeah i, I reckon 80 percent of mine would be hans zimmer like he did yeah. gladiator black hawk down um inception interstellar yes. like i'm not i don't like listen to those outside of it but just like the whole world that movie lives in where it's just so big and epic yes. and like all his yeah. sounds and he did june which we were discussing earlier comes out today yes um so i'm very intrigued to see how that is and what that's like but yeah i'd I say agree. that yeah that'd be my ones yeah, I think that'll be um fantastic. I yeah. one of the movies you contemplating put it on your list, uh, but didn't make it was Pulp Fiction, and that is yes. kind of famous for having a really uh, yes. great soundtrack as well, which I think is worth uh, bringing up. Um, yeah, that's true. There's a there's a fair bit on that that still to this day gets gets played and and brought in and out of like pop culture and stuff as well, considering yeah. the age as well. Even the even the dance that they do. Um... Uh, what's the song? It's like that sort of like wipeouty kind of song yeah, that yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when they're doing the dance in the cafe. Yeah, it's a very iconic soundtrack for Pulp Fiction as well. Yes. Martin Scorsese does it um, really well too in movies like um, The Departed and stuff. He just yep. chucks in different music, like yeah. heavy rock, Irish rock yeah. bands are, are coming on, then they just stop. And then it's, yes. it's like nice score for a bit. Then it's like heavy tunes again. And it just like, it just works. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. Um, I was going to ask you, what do you, what do you think is the best looking film? So you can answer that like kind of two ways. So, uh, like the camera moves are really amazing and that looks oh, cool yeah. or, or everything like within the frame. So like the production design, the costumes, that, that kind of world looks, looks great. What do you think is the best looking film? That's a good question. It's a tough question. I, I really like, um, both in terms of costumes and I think camera frames and like, you know, pulling focus and, and like random zoom ins or, you know, how the scene set in, in Django yep. unchained. I think sure. like, I think, I mean, he, he does it well in all his films. Um, but I think in, in Django, particularly cause it's old school and the costumes are so extra and so big and, and there's blood splattering on things. And yeah. I don't know, I just feel like mixed with the music and stuff. Like, I feel like that's probably the best. It's like the most attractive sort of like, yeah. Looking film to the eye. Like, I mean, yeah. it does it too with Inglorious Bastards as well. But yeah. for some reason, Django and Chain sticking out to me. Yeah, um, it has like this really cool looking style. I know exactly what you yeah. mean. The um, and, like that shootout at the end that has the ridiculous like blood spurts. But yes, yeah, I know what you mean. Everywhere. There's like those really the crash flying. scenes from really far away right, right into someone's face. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's cool. And that shot of Leo when he's playing Mr. Candy. And, uh, and it, he turns around, it's turned into like a meme everywhere now and it yes. zooms in on his face and he's yes. like smiling, just like the zooms and the pull focus is like, yeah. it, it's all just so Quentin Tarantino and so yep. perfect. Uh, yeah, and then, great. yeah, the score and that's great. It looks great. The cinematography is great like that. Or, um, the, I like the Revenant as well. Yeah. Um, in terms of how like epic and the snow and it, yeah, it looks, yeah, yeah. you feel like you're sort of there and in it. And I think, can't remember the, the DOP's name, the guy who filmed it, but it's a lot of it, they do it in one shot kind of vibe. Yeah, it's um Emmanuel Lebeski. Yes, uh, and he did Gravity as well. Yeah, yeah, he did like Gravity and stuff, yep. which also has like that's largely animated, but it has like those seven Feeling plus one minute shot. takes yes. and stuff like yes. that. Yeah, it's the really opening clever. shot. The opening shot. Uh, one of my favorite scenes or sequences is that opening one of um 
uh, The Revenant, where they do that opening yep. fight. And it feels like it's just, it's 10, 12 minutes of just nonstop yes. intense action, even though it wouldn't yeah. have been all one take, but the way they do it is so clever. It's clever. Yeah. Did you see um, 1917, like the entire movie made to look? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. And that was only recent too. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really They didn't cool. shoot all in one shot, did they? They shot it in multiple, but it the whole thing yeah, looks like yeah. it is. It's multiple stitched together. Uh, and then there's like one like actual cut in the middle where a character gets, it's the character you follow gets knocked out and then it yep. goes to black and then that's right. It's back yep. again. Um, Man, but apart be, from it's that, it's, filming that. Yeah. It's, it'd be ridiculous. And then especially in an environment where they've got like stunts and, you know, all that kind of stuff going on and it's supposed yeah. to be like a war. Like I can't imagine you could make it too like, much harder on yourself to try and yeah. get that stunt choreography happening. You got extras in the background, shit blowing yep. up, you know, people are around. And then like, imagine if you were the actor and you forgot your lines in that one take and everything else around you was perfect or one of yep. the extras was doing something wrong. Like it, yeah, it is a nightmare yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be crazy. I agree. Um, what do you think is the funniest film? We were just talking about Ted. Yeah. Uh, have you got any any others? I remember you were kind of tossing up between a couple of films for your for your yes. fourth film. Like, so what do you think? I love um obviously Ted, uh, the other guys as well. Will Farrell, yep. Mark Wahlberg. I think that's a very funny film. Also pretty underrated. Um, yep. Anchorman, the first Anchorman was pretty iconic. Like yes. I, I remember just belly laughing in the cinema a lot at the first Anchorman. Yeah. Um, and the other guys, first Anchorman, the Zoolander, the OG Zoolander. Yes, of course. That's, yeah, that's not a bad movie. I like, I do like a good Owen Wilson film as well. Wedding Crashes, Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn. Yep. Like, the, yeah, yeah, that's very funny. Um, I get around that. But it's hard to say the, the funniest film, but I think, like, I think from memory in movie, it'd have to be, yeah, Anchorman, The Hangover. Um, yeah. Ted, the other guys. I mean, they're all up there for me. That kind of humor for me is like is king. Yeah, like, I think absolutely. it's I think it's so funny. So, and the risky stuff. A bit hard to do these days, but like the risky stuff is like, um, yeah, I think it's it's what comedy is. Yeah, for sure. And I feel well, like if you ask like asking people about their favorite films, comedy is probably most likely the one that would change the most. Yep. Yeah, yes. I feel like too. And and comedy comedy doesn't age well is that what yes. you mean like it's like yeah, like, yeah, yeah i remember i used to love austin powers loved yep. austin powers like they were hilarious when i grew up as a kid that's what i'd quote yep. austin powers was so funny and i went back and re-watched it like a couple of weeks ago now and i was like ah man this just this doesn't translate anymore yeah this, yep. this doesn't it's like will farrell's comedy humor as well it's one that sort of these days hasn't aged as well as it kind of once did yeah yeah i agree it's and it, they're kind of the, the jokes are kind of relevant to the time. So unless yeah. you're kind of in and around that, you either don't remember it or you like don't understand the reference. So it kind of can yeah. go over your head. Um, yeah. But then other ones too, like obviously times are changing of what people find acceptable to be yes. joked about as well. So some things don't fly as well as they used to. But yeah. 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 A, a really good point got made to me. So someone was talking about super bad mm-hmm. and saying that you probably couldn't make that now. But I watched Superbad, so I'm probably just a piece of shit because I still found it funny. But I, uh, I do love Superbad; it's a very funny. I movie. Do, it is, yeah, yeah, But someone yeah. was like, "Well, Superbad worked at the time because, you know, like that was what comedy was, and people just found that funny." But now you can watch Superbad through the lens of you're a piece of shit and you're an idiot if you think anything they do is gonna like be successful or like 
good for you in trying to like talk to a girl. Like if you carry on and being a dickhead like this, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's kind yeah. of the comedy in it as well. Is like, yeah, I, looking I, at it from another angle. So has it aged okay? I thought so. I, I still <laughs> laughed at it, uh, but yeah. I could be wrong. <laughs> but I, I didn't I, think I, it was I haven't watched good it in some still. years. Yeah, I haven't watched it a few years, but I think it's, um, I mean, I thought it was a good enough movie to hold up. Like, and I'd say yeah. that's actually one of the more iconic comedies, right? People, people yeah. always, you know, say super bad up there with like the likes of Dodgeball, super bad, like that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's always yeah. up there for people. Yeah. In saying I, that, are you asking someone who's seen it recently or someone who remembers it as the funniest movie yeah. of like their childhood or years ago? Yeah, true. I, I guess that answer would be different depending on when you saw it. That was, I would like, love, yeah, I would love to see them bring in an Oscar category for comedy. Yeah. You know, they've got that at the, the Golden Globe Movie Awards has it, but the Oscars, I'd love to see them bring in a best comedy and a best comedic actor, actress, whatever, yes. whatever it turns yeah. out being. Um, because I reckon it's the hardest genre to nail. And, yeah, and like, like you said, it changes over the times. Like imagine if Superbad won the Oscar for best comedy back in the day. Yeah. You look at it now and it's on the nose. Yeah, right. It'd be crazy. Yeah. What about how The Martian like didn't yes. fit into the drama category. So one in the category of musical or comedy. Oh, comedy. And it has like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like what? Yeah, yeah. Even Wolf yes. of Wall Street, which was, it was comedic to be fair, but I, I remember like yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio won the Golden Globe for best comedic actor. And yeah. he got there and he's like, I want to thank my fellow comedians. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just crazy. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, what about opposite end of that spectrum? What do you think is the saddest film you've ever seen? I mean, <laughs> I, I, Marley and me always hits close that the dog yeah. dying. I mean, that's one of the common ones to say is sad. Yes. Uh, any, anything where animals are getting killed or hurt or injured, or there's an animal lead character and they, and they, you know, don't make yep. it. I find that really hard to watch. That's tough. Um, yep. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why that hits home or anything. Sure. I can't think of any other sort of like, uh, maybe it's because I just enjoy, I enjoy sad movies. Like I enjoy dramas and I enjoy sort of heavy, narrative in film so it's sort of yeah doesn't rock me as much i remember like watching a star is born the one recently with lady gaga and bradley cooper i mean it's been done like four times i remember walking at that feeling like geez that was i feel pretty hollow after that yeah sure um, yeah 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 that was pretty sad but in terms of iconic sad movies i'd have to just i'd have to go with marley and me and it's yep. an owen wilson film as well which is so strange to call that a yes. sad movie you know what i mean <laughs> yes yep 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 i agree do you have one is, uh uh so I, very weird answer, right? So my, uh, I've had my mum pass away. And then the first movie I saw back at work was I went down to Sydney to Paramount to see this uh, preview of a movie called Instant Family, a Mark Wahlberg film. I don't know yes, if you've seen yep. that. Yeah, I know the one. And yeah, yeah. There's just a scene at the end of the film where they play this Vance Joy song, yeah. which was a song we played at mum's like funeral. And I was oh, like, okay, uh, it was the first movie back. The first thing I'd gone and seen. And I was like, Jesus, pull it together, Morgan. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, You're there just sobbing. Everyone's yeah. like, wasn't that sad? But it's the song yeah. that's I know. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, geez. So I, I struggle watching that one. And then uh, Lion. Have you ever seen Lion? Oh, yes. Yes, I Dev have seen Patel, Lion. the Australian film. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, one yeah, is. Yeah. That's really That is cool. a sad movie, actually. Yeah. yeah. And another thing that's coming to mind, um, not so much the whole film, but the interstellar scene where um, Matthew McConaughey's watching time. He's watching his kids back and that scene where he's crying to the camera as they've grown yes. up over like however yeah. long it's been since he's been in space. And he yeah. feels like it's been like a couple of weeks and on yeah. earth it's been like, it's been years. Yeah. yeah 20 years or something ridiculous. Yep. And his kids have kids and they've grown up. He hasn't seen any of that. 
and he's seeing it for yep. the first time. Like that was pretty like, oh, that was full on. Yeah. That was, that was something else to see. That was really, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't cry for that one either, but I, I, I can remember the scene you're talking about. And that was like a, I think yeah. I was more trying to work out exactly what had happened, but I couldn't like get upset about yeah, it because yeah, I didn't understand. It's such a full-on movie. Yeah, it's a confusing <laughs> <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> I feel like as you get older, and it'll probably continue to happen, when you watch movies, you get sadder in them. Like you get more emotional because yes. life just gets harder. <laughs> you get yes. older. You know what I mean? Yeah. In every aspect. Yeah. So you're probably just more affected by the tiniest little things. <laughs> I think so. Yep, I agree. Uh, uh, what about what about the saddest? Uh, sorry, not saddest. What about the scariest film you've ever seen? How do you go with uh, scary films? Mate, I, I hate horror. I'm so Same bad here. at it. Same so here. bad at it. Uh, I mean, I get scared and scream the movie. So, yep. but I think the scary, I remember being in the movies and seeing the conjuring, the first conjuring with my, oh. my partner. And yeah. I was genuinely like this, like eyes were closed and I was like, I'd look, I'd peek through yeah. and I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to jump. I'm the biggest jumper. Like yep. if anything goes wrong, like literally Morgan, my, um, my, well, Morgan, my partner, your Morgan, um, she, yes. <laughs> yeah, my, my Morgan, you're my other Morgan. She's <laughs> yes, like, you know, of course. Uh, she'll, um, when I'm watching something and she knows it's about to be a jumpy scene, you get that vibe. She literally moves away from me. Cause she's like, no, nah, yep. don't jump on me. You're going to scare <laughs> me. And I, I will just jump like, yep. but yeah, I remember, um, I remember things that scare me most. I like conjuring and paranormal activity because yeah. they're, they're based off loose reality yes. and it, it's like that stuff just creeps me out. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I working at the cinema. I remember I would shut, if I knew a horror film was in a certain cinema, I would shut the portholes apart from the one that the light had to go through just so I couldn't <laughs> have to see it. Like I was just like, Nope. I don't even want a part of this. So <laughs> would you have to, when you worked out. in the cinema for that stuff, would you have to sit in that back room where the, projectors like playing it no no so i came in uh 2010 so yeah avatar had just come out which yep. meant 3d was taken off so all cinemas were like switching over to digital projectors right. so the theater i worked at was actually the first one in the country to be entirely digital it never ran film through right it. i remember once i was in a movie cinema this was like an old school one of those really old school ones it was in the city of brisbane and it was like yep. an old school like big um uh, I don't know, really like, it was almost like Royal-esque, like a nice, cool cinema. And the the screen caught on fire. Oh, shit. Like a, a, whole, a, whole, a whole started to appear. I'm like, is that, an, it was the Da Vinci Code. So I was like, is that a yeah. movie? Like, and then all of a sudden it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it went black and like the screen ripped up and ripped yeah, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, uh, yeah. it all caught, it all caught a lot, and I had to stop the movie and, and sort of yeah. let us all go, and we couldn't we couldn't you know stick around for it because there was no screen yeah. left. I didn't know what to do. That was one of the strangest things I've ever seen. Yeah, that yeah. that would be so bizarre too, because obviously if it's not the film, the movie keeps playing until someone outside knows about the problem. So like right. the sound yeah, keeps yeah. going and stuff too. Yeah, and so like that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's sitting there like, do we keep watching? Like, how much do we persist yeah. with this? It's weird. Yeah. It's it's and then obviously behind the screen too, a lot of people don't realize is. If have you ever walked up, like I know you've worked in movies and stuff, but have you ever walked up and looked at the movie screen like really closely and stuff? Have you ever like thousands and thousands of holes in it on purpose? Like, did you know about? This? Oh no, I didn't know that. So they're acoustically transparent. So if right. you, did you have a home theater set up or anything at home, like I wish. Oh, no, I do yeah. not. But yeah, let's pretend. So like the yeah. you know like how you hear like five point one surround sound and stuff like yeah. that. Or it's yeah. So it's like your left center and your right speaker. So behind yeah. the screen those speakers are just massive but the screen right. just has thousands of holes so that the sound will pass through and it'll through sound it. like they're directly it's up the front of the room kind of thing right and the subs and stuff are just buried in the floor up the front and stuff usually or in the corners and stuff and 
Yeah. But yeah, so if you ever go up to a movie screen, yeah, like thousands of holes, like it looks like a like an air hockey table kind of just right. Out. Yeah. It's and next time we go to the movie, when they go over there like like poking through these holes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's the pretty cool. Screens, they'd be they'd be expensive, those big screens to oh, put up in time. a cinema, right? Big time. Yeah. And they got like special like reflective paint and well, most would have this reflective paint on it that was done for when 3d was a thing because of the amount of light lost wearing glasses. So they're all painted with this oh. paint that's supposed to add more light back into the image once it's left the projector and stuff. So it's, it's kind of quite yeah, technical, yeah. but it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool still. I always uh, yeah enjoyed it when I was there anyway. Yeah. It's pretty um, cool. What's a, what's a movie that you can't believe you still haven't seen? Ooh. Okay, movie I can't believe I still haven't seen. Jeez, uh, what? what's like an iconic film that I haven't seen? I was talking about this on the radio show I do with Nick and Jess the other day because uh, Jess has never seen The Godfather. She's still never seen yeah, that. Right. And there was something, what's my one that I haven't seen that's like very sort of iconic? I can't even think of the, the genre it was in. What about, uh, did you ever bring yourself to watch San Andreas? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. Oh, I was in the, I, did. <laughs> I was in the premiere of it and uh, oh, that right. was awkward because yeah. uh, how it works is like, cause I was obviously, I was in the film. I was meant to be in the film and, and, and what they do is they basically, I got given auditions and then yes. audition script did that. Then I got given another audition script. I had to go to callback, did that. I went through, I think, three rounds of auditions. Uh, and then I got, that was just self-tapes that I was sending off to LA. And then I got an in-room audition, which is like the final process. Because my character, yep. who was preppy student, I had a lot of, um, <laughs> I actually had like a bit of a role in the film. Like not a huge role, but enough that I was cruising around with Paul Giamatti, with all the other students. I think I was yep. in, I think I was in like eight or 10 scenes or something like that. Um, anyway, eventually did the final audition in the room, nailed it, got the script, rock up on set. We've got our own trailer, me and the other students. It's a huge Hollywood production. The Rocks trailer's over there. Paul Giamatti's over there. Like, you know, all these extras are everywhere. They've got these massive sets. We're at Warner Brothers Studios at the Gold Coast. And you're like, yeah. And then you literally, the morning I was meant to, we were meant to film, you get sent a new script because they're just always doing new scripts because they might stuff things up on the fly. They might add things. They, they might be running tight for time in production schedule. And um, in the new script I was going through, I was like, huh, my line's not there. That's been cut. Okay, my line's been cut from there. My line's been cut from there. All of a sudden, preppy student had one line. Yeah. And I, I, rec- I reckon I had like, I reckon I had like 15 bits of dialogue throughout the whole film, sure. which is not heaps, but like it's enough for people to know it's you and you get, you get your dialogue in. I'm talking to Paul Giamatti and we're saving yep. the world and, you know, a bunch of, a lot of me typing and stuff. Um, anyway, when I got on set, they ended up in, even cutting that line again. So I ended up having no dialogue. So I knew that I was in a lot of the shots and I was always there, but I had no dialogue, but we still had to go to the movie premiere and do yep. interviews before it. And oh, it was like, no. like it, yeah, it was at movie on the Gold Coast. And I've got these journalists coming up to me being like, all right, so Nick Allen Duckett, yep, you're in the film. Uh, now what was it like? And what are you saying? I'm like, and I'm just there going, Oh no, I've got to sit through yeah. this film. And I know I'm getting interviewed and I'm probably <laughs> not going to be in it. And then as it turns out, when you watch it, majority of the scenes that I then filmed with other people as well, I don't want to sit there and say it was all just me being really crap. Um, we cut. 
And yeah. I, I think you see me in like three scenes where you see me in the corner, like looking, pouting and typing. And like, I mean, yeah. you, you really pause it. You can see me, you know what sure. I mean? Like a handful of people have actually seen it genuinely without me, like having to instruct them. So sure. yeah, I had to sit through that. And not only did I not love the film itself. I mean, it was a rock movie. It was a disaster yeah. movie. It was what it was. But um, I, I just remember like I was sitting there like in a jacket, like full suit premiere next to my partner. And I was just like shrinking, just shrinking. Oh, <laughs> no. Just like and as soon yeah. as the lights went on, I was like, let's get, let's get the hell out, out of here. Like we, we got to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I've never watched it since because yeah, I was too scared. Enough. The whole process, it was a big learning curve for me in terms of like what actually makes it and what actually doesn't yeah, yeah. make it in Hollywood. Sure. Um, but That's cool, yeah, that was, that was a tough watch the whole time because I couldn't yeah. focus because I kept being like, oh, my scene's coming. I'm not there. Okay. My next yeah. one's, there I am. I'm gone. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> it was, it That's was cool. hard. But I think yeah. like, I've watched myself in like a few things I've done where there's like short films or other things. And, um, it's never easy. Like it's yeah. never comfortable doing that. Like you always yeah, look back on it and go like, no. Nah. And particularly like I, I wrote, uh, wrote, produced and acted in a short film that did a bunch of short film festivals, like probably five years ago and, and was pretty successful. Like it went really well and I had sure. to go to a lot, lots of different, um, short film awards and stuff. And then my family and my partner's family all came to one and, and friends and stuff. And there was this scene in it that was like a, you know, it was very sort of a sexual scene of kissing a girl and tops sure. coming off and yada, yada. And my future father-in-law's behind me and says so my mother-in-law oh, no. and my current partner's next to me. And <laughs> it's like, and everyone goes, quite all your friends like, that's just you hooking yeah. up with that girl. What's going on? What's going on? It just feels so strange. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. That's it's very, worst. very surreal. And then you're looking at yourself like kissing and doing weird things on screen. And you're like, what? Like, yeah. is that what I look like? Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine knowingly <laughs> yeah. have people watch you make out with someone. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. yeah it, I'm with you. It's very, yeah, it's very strange. All right. I'll jump on now to your second trailer. Oh, yes. And this is for Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. So yeah. tell us about Lord of the Rings because guilty for having never seen a Lord of the Rings. Oh, you've never seen Lord of the Rings? Never. And I've Not only seen the them. newer Star Warses, and that's by virtue of working there when they came out. What? I mean, I can forgive so, you for Star Wars. I'm not the biggest Star yeah. Wars guy myself, but Lord of the Rings, man, what are you yeah. doing? Tell me you about just, it. You're not into fantasy? I, I really like struggle with it. Hey, like I understand the appeal and I understand why people like get into yeah. it and enjoy it, but it's yeah. just not for me. Like and I've, I've liked Harry Potter. I've seen them. I've enjoyed them, but like Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. I've seen one of the Hobbits because it came out in like that, the high frame rate 3D technology yeah. and that's the only reason See, i saw that the hobbit but, the hobbit for me eh, you can you know take it or leave it for the hobbit movies yeah. turning one book into three lord of the rings was like it's it's just incredible i mean i'm lots probably lots of people listening know what it's about i don't need to go into this plot line but my specific yeah. favorite is um is the second one the two towers sure uh i don't know i love um i love big character movies where there's an ensemble cast and they're all a team They've all sort of got to work together to get through things. Sounds like really lame and kitty, but like that team mentality. And so there's this, there's a part in the two towers, the battle of Helm's deep. It's like the big battle at the end where they're waiting on Helm's deep, like a big sort of castle. And then it starts raining and the rain's hitting all their shields and armor. It's like tink, 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 like tinking away. And all the orcs come in and like, you're just looking at it. Like I will never forget that battle. Like there's a scene where Legolas gets slides down on a shield downstairs, arrowing people. Like, I do so many, there's so many cool moments. And I think I read that, that scene itself took months to film. Yeah. Um, and there were so many extras involved and they were all like sort of Kiwis that were just dressed up as orcs and stuff. And, yeah. and like, 
I have a real appreciation for that. But yeah, I don't know. I just, Lord of the Rings will always be as a whole, all three of them, some of my favorite films, but like the yep. two towers in particular, I think, cause it's not the start where it's slowly setting everything up and it's not yep. the end where it all comes to a conclusion and sort of wraps some things up that you maybe didn't like how it wrapped it up, whatever. It's the middle of the story. Like it's yep. smack bang. Like if I'm putting one on, if I'm just watching it out of the blue, I'll always chuck that one on because it yeah, picks sure. up, you know, what's going on. It's the middle of the story. The characters are established. There's a lot of fighting still, and it doesn't finish. Like it leaves you wanting more. Yeah, sure. That sounds, that's, I've never thought of it that way because it is, it's kind of one of the most famous movie trilogies in yes. the world. And I, anyone that's ever spoken to me has always said the first one or the last one, but no one's ever yep. said the third one, but actually makes heaps of sense to me. Like that is obviously the one where it's in its stride, you know, like it's, it's, yes. it's set its pace, it's set its tone. It's, it's going. It's, found its and, rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the characters so that, are that set. Means... All the, the, yeah, the stories are unfolding, the dynamics there between all the relationships are unfolding, but you're still yeah. not fully there. You know, yeah, yeah. Cool. whereas I feel like it, it's a cop out to say the third one, the final one, that one won yeah. all the Oscars. It was a great film. Don't get me wrong. I loved them all. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just love that second one. I love the middle piece of the story. Yeah. I've uh, I've been to New Zealand and, uh, and, and taken a look around. So I've been to Wellington and I've been to that Weta um, museum that they have yeah. in Wellington. And then yeah. in the the hobbit village i went and did that too which was oh, cool and like yeah and yeah, i was just so like, i've never been man i really want to get you've never even yeah, seen the film and i don't even yeah, uh, and i, and I, I went with a group so of friends bad. that were like big into it and i was just like where's hagrid's hut was that at you know like, <laughs> what John, where are we where's yeah, exactly. harry and ron yeah exactly <laughs> i can't it's such a movie buff though i can't believe you haven't seen yeah. the Lord of the rings me too all my friends bring it up every time a lot of them are like how are you doing a podcast when you haven't even seen some of the biggest classics of all time. Do you think like, you will ever like force yourself to do it or you can't even, you've tried. And you I, can't I, I think I would sooner watch the Lord of the Rings ones than I would the Star Wars ones. Cause I think the Fair. Star Wars ones, yeah. like my parents were never into it. And I feel like that's how a lot of people our age probably found yes. it. Like their parents were into it, got the kids onto it. Yep. My parents never yep. were. So I was never interested in it, but also like the further we're going on now, I don't think like, it's Disney, so they will. But I would probably sooner think that people would come back to those Marvel films the same way the Star Wars ones were now. Ah, oh, yep, yeah, I yeah. I think for they sure. would kind of be passed. That's passed sort of like, our, like big... our era of kind of big yeah. franchisey films, and like all the Avengers ones as well, because they're standalone. Yeah. All the four Avengers ones, whatever. Been, and there'll be like a new generation of those to come. Yeah, as exactly. Well. What about the Indiana Jones films? I've seen those, and I really dug those. They were they yeah. were cool. Yeah, I really liked yeah. that. And then that was kind of a weird one too, because I saw the National Treasure films. Yeah, and I how Na I really liked them, and National that's how I Treasure. come onto them. That actually National Treasure that deserves a shout out. That's one of my go-to films when you're with a group of people and maybe you're hungover or yep. you're in a, you know you just want to watch something easy. What do you watch? National, National Treasure. Nicholas Nicol <laughs> Cage dealing with the Declaration of Independence is exactly what I want to watch. It is. It's really yeah. good. Anything with Nicolas Cage running in it, like there's a scene in that where he runs, watch him run next time. That guy oh, it's runs. bizarre, isn't it? It's so strange. It's He's like so pigeon footed, hey, like it's really oh, like. Man. And he goes in full flight. Yeah. Oh, Nicolas Cage is one of the strangest human beings on the planet. I love it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I uh, For the Lord of the Rings, this was kind of something I realized Peter Jackson did a lot too, um, but it was that he does the miniatures. But for Lord of the Rings and yes. stuff, they were getting so big that they were, it was called the Bigature Unit. So right. the, the biggest miniature was something like 70, 
70 feet tall and it was the like a, the big tower i think you were just talking about at the end was yeah like this big like model built as a miniature yes. 70 feet tall like and then he gets is, these cameras he gets his cameras in and they yeah. sort of crane around it and it looks massive yes, yeah it's huge it's so cool like, that's massive hey like that means yeah. you dedicate a dedicated space to it that wasn't just set up on the day in in like a warehouse or a soundstage or something you know like that was 70 that's, that's yeah. huge like, that's, that's that's what coming down you're not just chucking that yes. up and, chucking it. and that's what was cool about lord of the rings films i think is that obviously they did film per book they didn't try and split it up like where the yep. harry potter did the last two deathly hallows kind of annoyed me but lord of the yep. rings did film per book and they shot it all over three years the production yep. companies were not keen to be involved harvey weinstein turned it down um yep. and, and so they were like they're like all right you can do it if you can shoot it all in three years here's this budget i don't even think it was a huge budget bunch of actors you yep. know what I mean? Like it's not like the story. The story was well known, but it wasn't super well known at the time. Time, yeah. Uh, and they just committed to it, and it just yeah. it became its own world because Peter Jackson was just like lived and breathed it for yeah. you know three years and beyond. But like when all the actors were there actually filming it and all the sets were being created. Yeah, absolutely. I'll um the Harvey Weinstein stuff was I read a bit, and I'm not sure if that was for the Hobbits, but a, one of them has like sketches on the credits yep. at the end of the film, like the title cards at the end for the film. And yep. when their credit comes up, it's like these two, like they all have something relevant to their task. But when the Weinstein credit comes up, it's like these two massive, ugly, like troll things or something like that. Oh, a bit right. of a, yeah. A bit of yeah, a yeah fuck, fuck you, you to them. Yeah. I read that article recently where, because he was annoying them before they started filming and he only let them do it with another production company, like new line cinema. If they found one that could yeah. do it in three years, whatever. So then they, they started, what they did is they had people who made the orc sketches and the orcs obviously had all the prosthetics on. Yes. So they made orcs look like Harvey. Yes. So then they, yeah. They, yeah. There was like multiple Harvey orcs out there. That was just like <laughs> that, that side ugly face. Yes. It was a bit of an FU to him as well, which yep. I found pretty funny. Makes yeah. sense. And he turned out to be a total piece of shit. Too, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Total orc. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's good. I'll jump on again if that's all right. So um, what about films win awards, like get nominations and like yep. get really good reviews and stuff? Is that something you take notice of? Do you, or is like, do, if, a, if a film is winning or getting good reviews, are you going to go see it? Or are you the kind of person that will see it first and then look up the review and see if it agreed with your opinion of it? I think I've sort of flipped. Like, yes, I used to be all about it. Like I loved all the award ceremonies because, you know, when I was acting with my be all and end all, it's what I was trying to do, trying to be. And I was watching so many films and, and, and taking it in. And there's probably less films dropping because things like Netflix and stuff weren't around. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd live for the award season. I'd live for those whole ceremonies. I'd, I'd live to see what was going to win the Oscar. And I could tell you the Oscar who wins in what year. And, and I'd yep. want to see critically acclaimed films. Um, but then now I'm a little bit older. There's so many streaming platforms out and about, and I'm not, you know, obviously acting and, and doing as much stuff like that. I'm not as invested in it. Like I find it a bit more of a wank. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's, 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 and not necessarily yeah. that accurate. Um, and, and so it's, it's weird. Like something that I, I sort of loved all my life and, you know, you dream of yourself winning an Oscar one day and wanting to be an actor and blah, blah, blah. Now it's sort of like, you're like, no, it's, it's really, it doesn't mean much except for a few, a few people that have like made those votes. So like, it's sort of flipped for me now. Like, yeah, if I still see it's got good, you know, the critics have, you know, praised it and stuff, I'll still go see it. But I, yeah. I, I want to make my own opinion of it a little bit more, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I um, I, I think I'm the same. Like, I'll try and go in blind of yeah. my own opinion and then maybe have a look around after if I was unsure or 
or either felt really strongly one way or the other. So I recently saw um, Last Night in Soho, the Edgar Wright film. Okay. Right, And right. I come out of that and I was a bit like, I don't know what to make of that. And I come out and I seem to notice all the reviews were like, kind of enjoyed the things I liked about it, but yep. then all shared the same opinion about its its ending. And I was like, okay, I'm glad I wasn't the only one that felt yeah. that way. There is there's something in that unit unity in like, when you read reviews and they have the same opinion as you, you're like, yeah, that's exactly how I felt. See, I'm not alone. Yeah. Like it sort of makes yeah. you feel a little bit better and justified about that. Exactly. Yes. Would you ever go into writing movie reviews though? Like, I think that would be um, a tough gig. I I do too. And I, I, I've thought about it. I don't know how I'll get into it or do it, but like I've thought about it, but I also seem to think that like when you, like I go to the movie, so I pay for the ticket. So yeah. I have something to lose by like either liking it or not. But I yeah. feel like there seems to be like this jaded quality to people that see it for free and at like no expense. Yeah, right. It's like it doesn't yeah, matter yeah, if yeah. I don't like it or I did, I lost nothing yes. by doing it. So I don't know. Like I I know what you mean. Yes. So if you're getting invited to all these movies, they eventually yeah. just become like, eh, like whatever. It's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It becomes so work. I'm a bit like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's, it's, I don't know. And it's something I've, the few like little review, like channels or things that I'll read, like I, Rotten Tomatoes isn't big in Australia. I really don't use that or like hold that to any Not, neither do kind I. of say when I look at a no. movie. I'll honestly look at like a user score on IMDb, like the star yeah, rating. Yeah, 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 yeah. The things I seem to like seem to be like mid six to mid seven range out of yeah. 10. So yeah, if yeah, I look yeah. at it, I'm like, hey, I'll probably like it. Like it seems to be within the range of things. Yeah, I'll, that's true. Actually, I like, but and I there's really so don't... many, so many different ranges, and there's so many different uh, like outlets yeah. that are voting and stuff like that. It's so yeah. hard for everyone to enjoy it and give it five stars everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's um, yeah. it's a bit weird. So I think lately I probably avoid it unless I, unless I really feel one way or the or the other about it. But... Yeah, but I think um to circle back, I think award ceremonies like the Oscars and the Golden Globes and whatever, I think they're going to change a lot in the next sort of five years. Yes. Um, with how the world's changing, um, with streaming, uh, yep. with what's, you know, what's culturally appropriate with categories. Like, um, I saw there was a music awards overseas. That's already changed it. There's no best male or female artist. It's just, yeah, best it's gender, it's just artists. Yeah. yeah. Gender neutral. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I wonder if the Oscars, uh, which is ancient, way. I was going to yeah. go that way. Like they'll, yeah. they'll resist it for a while, but I wonder if it will. And then is it going to open up to best comedy art? actor yeah. best drama actor whatever action films like is it really gonna open the floodgates yeah. yeah i agree and i think the oscars too like i always see most years they seem to have that same argument about like bringing the stunt category yes into it yep. as well and i think that's stunt. something that deserves to be probably brought up because a lot of if you think about like the movies that tend to make a lot of that money and bring in big crowds to the cinema which is what they're all about a kind of they are those those films that have that stuff in it too. So yeah, it's probably worth sure. acknowledging that. And, um, uh, and a category for the CGI, like uh, Andy Serkis, who played Gollum, you know yep. what I mean? He played the Caesar and Planet of the Apes, like that yep. sort of category, because that style of acting is yep. like um, Benedict Cumberbatch was the dragon, Smog or Smeg, I think, in The Hobbit. Yep. Um, and so that style of acting, I, I think it's in some ways harder. Yes, and sure. and like deserves recognition that CGI acting. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how it goes. But yeah, I also absolutely. feel like like um, streaming platforms in some ways are destroying movies. Like yeah. I know they're making more, but the con some of the content you're seeing is so bad. 
Yeah. Like they're just churning movies out and people are just having so much on demand. It's like halfway through pausing people going on their phones during it. Like, yeah. you know, you know, they want to instantly, whatever I'm over it. Oh, I didn't hook me, whatever, you know, yeah. it's so easy to get movies. It's so accessible. There's so many, so much different content out there now. Like yeah. the whole love for, for, for film and cinema is like, it, it's sort of not there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. I, I personally, like in those lockdowns, could not wait to get back to see a movie on the big screen because I found yeah. myself watching like stuff at home on Netflix and Disney Plus and I'd just be on my phone. Yes. You like can't help you'd it. just be, yeah. yeah. Whereas and when you like, go to I'm the like, movies and you have that like ritual of like not phones in the pockets on something, no, is it like yeah. you're watching a movie, but you're getting two and a half, whatever hours out, like not looking at your phone and yes. like turning the world off for a little bit. Yep. Whereas exactly. at home, yeah, you got your phone there, your computer's there, that's yep. on the background, like something's going on behind you. And like, that's how everyone's consuming movies now, which is why yeah. rock movies are the most streamed movies in the, on the planet. You know? Yeah. It's just nice. easy. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about, what's a movie you've seen and you really loved, but just seeing it the once was enough. You don't think you'll come back to see it again. Oh, that was probably, that was probably the revenant for me. Yep. I, um, I've seen, I have seen it twice to be fair, but, um, sort of after two times, I was like, it's a great film. It's an epic film. There's not much dialogue. It's, you know, the pace yep. sort of moves pretty slowly. Like it's, it's, don't get me wrong. It's epic. I'm a big Leonardo DiCaprio fan. Huge. Yeah. Um, but it's, there's only so many times you can sort of put yourself through that. I think, yeah. you know what I mean? The, yeah. Those big sort of long, slow, heavy films, like, yeah, like the Godfather. Like I love the Godfather. I've seen it a few, a fair few times. But like, someone's like, "Do you want to watch the Godfather now?" I'd be like, oh, I'm really gonna get myself emotionally ready for that." Yeah, like that's yeah, gonna it's... drag. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And the Revenant too. Like, I feel like sometimes I look at the length of a film, and the Revenant yes. is a big one too. So I'd be it's a like, bit like three hours. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, is there anything shorter? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's yeah. another thing as well. Now, because movies, there's so many movies, and it's like average movies, like an hour and a half, hour forty five. So now yep. when you're seeing a two and a half plus movie, you're like, Ooh, like, I think I saw, yep. I saw the Irishman that came out of Netflix. Um, the Martin Scorsese one with like, uh, De Niro and Joe Pesci yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yep. I saw that at the movies cause it had an early release. Yeah. Um, just, just for like the real diehards. And it was like, mate, I think I think it was over three hours. Yeah. It and is. that, yeah. and that was a, that was like a tough sit through. Like it was a good film. I really enjoyed it, but like had to go to the toilet, you know what I mean? Like things were going yeah, yeah. on. Like it's, it's, it's hard to it's, sort of sit through that now. Yeah, it's um I, the the Irishman still sits in my um continue watching list. I still haven't been able to finish it. Haven't finished like it. Yeah, year. like I, I just was like, this was tough. So I just I was like, I want to see it because I enjoy his films, but I've watched it in like twenty minute segments. Yeah, and yeah. I'm I'm just it's still there. I still haven't finished it. It's probably about an hour to go, and I'm a bit. I'd like, say oh. like he he normally always nails it. Yeah, like Wolf of Wall Street, long movie, Martin Scorsese. Thought he nailed it. Um, yeah. you know, I, I like I love a lot of his movies, Goodfellas, yada yada. But I thought this one, I was like, ah, this is feeling indulgent for how yeah. long it is. Like it's long. just, yeah, it's a bit long. It's not needed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The I think that that's another probably downside to the streaming thing. Like, there's not heaps of long ones on there, but because it doesn't have to fit into a timeline of how that would play at a cinema, it is it they yes. can be longer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, you're just yeah. watching it at home. So it doesn't matter what's on before you or what's on after you, you can play yeah. it whenever and however you want kind of thing. Too. Yeah. So hundred yeah. percent a, a factor in it. Um, what movie surprised you the most that you went in, not really with any expectation of seeing it and then come out super glad that you had to be honest. Well, we're going to get into it later, but I think, um, I think blood diamond did. Okay. I think, uh, yeah, I think that movie surprised me 
I don't, I don't, I know we're going to get into it, so I won't say too much about it. But um, yeah, that movie was one of those movies where I was a bit like, eh, whatever. Um, yeah. I didn't have much attachment to it or whatever. And then I came yeah. out of it and I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's the movie that's probably stuck with me the most. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I can't explain okay. it, but it's one of those yeah, things yeah. that you just, maybe it was the right mood at the right time. And time. I don't, I don't know. Just the, the whole thing just stuck with me. Um, yeah, sure. But yeah, I really went into that. I don't know if I'd read any reviews for it. I don't know if I really cared. Like I had Leo in it. He's my favorite actor, but I was sort of a bit like, you know, whatever, I'll just go see this film. And then I came out of being like, that was the greatest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Definitely. What, what's, that. Uh, what about, what's a movie you've seen and you really liked, you have watched it again, but your opinion has probably changed a bit. Like it's not as good as you remember it being perhaps the first time mm. or even the other way you didn't like it the first time. And then you really enjoyed it. Uh, oh, uh, like I didn't used to like snatch and lock stock and two smoking barrels when oh, I was younger, when yeah, I was younger, right. yeah. the guy Richie sort of pace and it was a bit offbeat. And, and, and like, yeah. I, like I like performances in it, like Brad Pitt and snatch and stuff. But I was like, eh, this movie's like, it's all over the shop. It's losing me. Like, um, and I, and I just, I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't like guy Richie that much. Like I was just like, this isn't really working. And as I've gotten a bit older, I sort of watched it in the last couple of years um yeah. i love them and i'm like how do i yeah. never get in like how do Into i never it. enjoy this when i was young yeah. and i like didn't watch it for years like probably 10 years in between i was like no i don't really like it and then now i watch it again i watched it the other day um yeah, nice. and i really enjoyed it and i got really into it for sure uh but i yeah i, I used to really find guy Ritchie films hard to watch and then somewhere along the way it sort of clicked that's great i don't yeah i don't know why i don't know why I, but uh the guy Ritchie for me was the same i'd heard of him never really paid much attention and yeah. I think I saw that Sherlock Holmes, the 2009, yes, yeah. and then yeah. went back and was like, geez, this is for me. I really do. I yeah. Dig this. You know like, what? This is cool. I might have been the exact same. Maybe it was Sherlock Holmes. And I was like, what? who's that? Who the oh, guy Richie did that? Yeah. Like, yeah. okay. Like, I better better watch some guy Richie and take it in because yeah. Sherlock Holmes, Robert Downey Jr., was like, it's, it's great. So good. Yeah. Like, and it's such a well put together movie. And yeah. but I think maybe because it lived in that era, that Holmesy era, that like I accepted the, the genre yes. it was. Whereas yeah. when it was in Snatch and Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and stuff, maybe I was just younger, but I, I don't know. I just didn't accept it. When yeah, you sort of like, sure. get, yeah, when you sort of let yourself relax and get into it, it was, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's unreal. I will say that, have you seen Aladdin, the live action? Uh, it's him. I haven't finished it. I've seen yeah. bits of it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that, that's him, but you, you couldn't tell. Yeah, you're right. Like you yeah, true. Like if, if I didn't know, I wouldn't have guessed Guy him. Richie's doing a remake yeah. of Aladdin with Will Smith. Like the yeah. whole thing feels weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't, yeah. it's just very like, must have just been for hire at the time and said, all right, I'll do it. Like, I'll tell you, I'll take a bullet yeah. for the company. I'll do yeah. it. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not a big, um, like I love like the Lion King and those old school Disney movies, but like the remake of the Lion King, like nah, the remake of yeah. the Aladdin, I've heard it was quite good, but like, I'm not, I'm not a big musical fan as it is. Yes. So like movies that become musicals, like I can't sit through like Les Miserables and all that crap. Like it's yeah. not, nah, I can't, I just can't do it. Like it's, it's too melodramatic. It's, I don't want to, don't stop and sing. I'm watching a movie. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I never got like Grease Lightning, all that stuff. Yeah. Like Mamma Mia. No, thank yep. you. Like I can't, that can all go I'm to the, the bin same. for me. I struggle with musicals and uh, I saw The Greatest Showman and that's probably one of the only ones I've liked. You liked it? Yeah. I yeah. didn't, I didn't, yeah. It, it you didn't was, hate it. I didn't hate it. Yeah. It's still a yeah. musical. So I still found it tough in parts, but that's probably the most like tolerable I've found a musical to be. Yeah. But uh, yeah. thinking about it too, the songs are all like pop songs and stuff. So it is yeah. stuff that's played on the radio too, really. So 
it's, it's not easy like, to it's easy to sort of listen to and pop yes. a bit more yeah modern and relevant whereas like Les Miserables with Russell Crowe that's tough huge, oh, that man. is tough oh yeah. man that was I, a, I that. love Rusty like I love yeah. him in Gladiator he's an Aussie whatever he's he's a legend but like watching him in that scene I was like no nah, this is this is not that's great it. yeah no, <laughs> I couldn't do it that was that that came out on Boxing Day in Australia and I remember it was just crowds of like seniors just yep. packing cinema that one yeah and I was yeah like, yeah this is and that's like three hours too, I think, where it's, it it's, it's not, it's really long. Like it's a long movie. It's massive. Yeah. Um, I'll jump onto your third and your final trailer. And this is yep. for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. Quentin's most recently, it's his ninth yeah. film of 10, allegedly. Yep. So, allegedly. But then I saw something yes. the other day coming out saying he might not, um, so he might do more. So who knows with Quentin yes. Tarantino? I hope he does do more. Um, I but this is probably a controversial one for Quentin. Like, obviously, there's Pulp Fiction, there's Django, there's Inglorious Bastards. Like, there's so many good ones. Reservoir Dogs, Jackie Brown. But um, I, and, and I don't think a lot of people think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's his best. Yeah. But, um, but to me, I think it's an, like, I think it is as close to a perfect film as you can get. Yeah. And uh, I think, I obviously relate to it a lot more from an acting point of view. Like there's some scenes in it where like Leo can't remember his lines as an actor and he comes back yep. and he's yelling at himself in his trailer and he's, you know, you're stupid. You're an idiot hitting himself, boo, 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 like doing yeah. all that sort of stuff. And like, when I watched it with Morgan, my partner, she'd like piss herself because she's like, that's, that's what you used to do when you have to learn <laughs> script. And she'd be yep. doing, we do like a lot of self tape auditions and she'd be poorly reading the dialogue across from me behind the camera and I'd be getting it wrong. And I'd slap my, yeah, yeah. you know, I just get so yeah. angry. Um, yep. So I found that side of things, I think, really resonated with me. But when you watch it the first time, it, it doesn't do much. Then you watch it again and again and again. And all of a sudden, you're just picking up things along the way that yeah. you didn't notice at all. And the movie, everyone says it's so slow. It's so boring. But I'm like, no, I think the pace moves exactly how it's supposed to move. And then yeah. at the end, it has that, that climax, which is just the most peculiar and yes. funny, but crazy and graphic fight scene. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I like, obviously, I love Leo. I've said like forty times, but Brad Pitt in it as well. So, so good. Like, yeah, it, they're they're so good together, and their comedic timing is is so underrated. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And then I think, and I think Quentin Tarantino makes a lot of his movies as well. Like, you sometimes you need to watch his movies like stoned. Because I think he makes, <laughs> I think he, he leaves like little hidden things in there or he like, when sure. you can watch it in another sort of reality where you're like, oh, yep. wow. Like That's that, what I he didn't... meant. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice <laughs> yeah. that the first couple of times, but I'm with you now. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, it ticked a lot of boxes for me, that movie. Obviously I, I enjoyed the cast. Like I really liked all mm -hmm. the actors in it, but I love Quentin Tarantino and the acting yeah. side of things. But I found the subtlety of how, it's set over like, you know, not a lot's happening in, in the story. It's the, it's the tail end of this old school actor's life, but the world in that Quentin Tarantino creates where, cause you know, he wrote a book about it. He, he so he's written a, the, yeah. yeah. I haven't read it, Hollywood. but I saw it. It's just, it's just recently come out. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 so like I to it on, novel. Yeah. I listened to it on audible, like the audio book and he's got a yeah. whole other, it goes into so much more detail. He's got a whole other yeah. world about all these characters. He's got full backstories. He's got the movie scripts that Leo's character played in the film. They're not real, right. but he wrote the yeah. scripts, the character played. Like it's sure. so deep and deep and, yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. I look at, I'm like, it's just like for me that like, I jizz out over that stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like sure. I, I guess my rocks off really bad. So like, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, I just think it's one of the, one of the great films. That's cool. I, um, I think I was kind of the same as what you were just saying. The first time I saw it, I was a bit like, I don't know. And then yeah. I've watched it 
twice more i want to say and i think i've enjoyed it more each time but i don't i can't work out if that was kind of like my own expectation the first time i went in of going like you know what i mean like oh it'll be it's quentin tarantino bastards pulp fiction like here we go and then it doesn't it doesn't do that until the the last 10 minutes really exactly the rest of it is kind of like a drama just characters talking which seemingly about nothing and then kind of all leading up to that Quentin Tarantino twist on twist on history. Yeah, at the the end, which is which, which I love that really he does cool. as well. Like he did in Bastards, but yes. like I I even love like like the insecurities of like the, like the, the actors in that film, like Leonardo DiCaprio, and then the insecurities he has, and when that little girl tells him that it was the best acting she's ever seen, and he's there yes. bawling his eyes out. I was like, man, I like having done acting and stuff, and only like nowhere near to that level at all. But like yeah. having been around actors, having been involved in it, like the most insecure human beings, and yeah. like. That would happen. Like, I was like, if that was me on a set and I did that and a little girl came up and said that, like, I probably would have cried too. You know what I mean? Like, it was was very funny, like very spot on um, how he did it. Yeah. And then I, I, that ending too, I think, so seeing that again with a crowd at a cinema, I will say that I think that was a bit of like the crowd's like reaction and kind of disbelief of like, this has been going on for a while and this is, like he's bashing her head against a brick yeah. fireplace like, <laughs> yeah. and everyone just like out. yeah and <laughs> it being like this kind of awkward like laughter going on in the crowd yes. people going like and then you're like the should same... i be laughing yeah, yeah. yeah. is this yeah, the same yeah. movie like did yes. this did this didn't just change like movies accident like it's yeah it's, it's, it was so, kind of it, weird and then it flips on its head yeah and then the, the audience like kind of being shocked and then kind of, yeah. going, okay, it's happening. So like jumping on board. Yeah. And then I think by the end where he comes out, obviously with the flamethrower in the pool and then just. Oh man, so good. And it's... I think because because everyone knows the story, the Manson and Sharon Tate and every, everyone knew what was coming and she was pregnant yes. and everyone was like, oh, like you could tell no one wanted that. No one wanted yeah. to see what actually happened because it was so horrific. And then it just completely flips and goes another way. It was yeah. almost a relief. It was like a, even though it was so graphic, like you said he's banging this chick's yeah. head against the wall so many times, but it was like a comedic, graphic relief yes, yes yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and the, the dog like with the oh, oh. like the pit bull i think it is yeah. and like yeah yeah, yeah. just so and good. taking the acid like away we yeah go. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the greatest lines he's yeah. got an acid rolled cigarette by himself yes. going for a walk with a dog in hollywood hills yeah. and away yeah. we, we go, go. <laughs> yeah yeah i, I always just use that up. line yeah, <laughs> yeah no, nah, that good. movie like and i think if you watch it again like if you, you've watched a couple of times watch it one more time or watch it again or with d- yeah. different people or a different state like it's yeah it's yeah. I find it goes quicker too all of a sudden it's like because it's like it's a long movie yeah it's like two and a half hours but it never feels like it's that long yeah it's um yeah, yeah no it's good that's like also that. his so he's also kind of famously produced a lot of his films with the weinsteins and that yep. was his first one without uh and he ended up going sure. with uh heyday films which is the guy that did all the harry potter films so it's i think that's quite a surprising shift as a producer you know like to go from these childhood like fantasy films to this kind of quentin tarantino like fake reality yeah but slow but real yeah Yeah, that's a complete flip isn't it that was um, yeah that was something i didn't realize at the time when i first saw it and then again like when you when i come back to these kind of films to look up for the episodes i was a bit shocked to read that yeah i didn't know that at all either and i didn't realize he did them all with the wine scenes either i did not know i think bastards and django and stuff and a lot of the miramax i think might have been a weinstein company so like okay yeah and stuff as well so yeah right i think he was fairly involved with them for a time but 
Not, not so much anymore. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I'll um, move on. I've got a couple more questions for you before we get to your number one film. Yeah. Um, who plays Nick Ducko, Alan Duckett in the Ducko biopic? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. That's a tough one. Um, I reckon, like, I I reckon I could be like a Marky Mark Wahlberg kind sure. of kind of vibe. I could okay. see that happening, yeah. like that right <laughs> vibe of like comedy, but also sort of dramatic. Um, okay. Or go left of field. Yeah, maybe a Christian Bale. I don't know. Yeah. He's he's okay. he's a great actor. He, he can make you. He changes his body no matter what he does. So like yeah. he could get real thin. Play me. I don't know. Sure. Um, but someone like that. If, if it was a comedy, I think Mark Wahlberg has, could cover comedy and drama. So I feel like that yeah, yeah, could yeah. be a pretty safe bet. Yeah. That's it. It'll be good. Uh, what <laughs> what about... are you expecting me to say? Did you think <laughs> I was going to say someone? I don't know. I, I try and picture it for people and then I think about it. I'm like, that's too much. I don't know. I'll just yeah. I'll listen to what they say and just agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what about who's your favorite character from cinema? Oh. Favorite character, like in any movie ever. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's a tough one. Because, like, a lot of the films that we've been saying that have been my favorites have all been big anti heroes. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot, like, very, like, I enjoy flawed characters a lot. Like, I really like flawed individuals and having their their moment and their say. Putting mm. it down to one character. It's tough. Mate, it's really tough. Who's, who's yours? So I know, like, um, See, this is what I mean. I can't even answer my own questions, so I don't know. Because every character that I go to want to say, they're also such a bad person in up in other ways. You know what I mean? Like I, I love the character, but not in real life. But I love the character in Wolf of Wall Street of Jordan Belfort because, like, that sure. is just a, a wild, crazy. Like I could never live that way. Don't get me wrong, but like yeah. that was a real person. And yeah. and and as well as well, I mean, it's obviously characterized as well for the film. But yeah. like, I I enjoyed that side of things. But yeah. um. I'm trying to think of like another, like a fictional sort of character. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I do love Aragon in the Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah. He, uh, you know, Viggo Mortensen who plays him. That's, you know, he, everyone wants to be that guy. He's an absolute hero, yeah, yeah. a complete weapon. Um, like I really love, like it's going to sound a bit weird, a bit lame, but I really love like the characters in, um in like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson movies. Like they're such sure. 2D basic characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if okay. we're going like easy fun characters, but like yeah, you know, like the plots of like things like wedding crashes and stuff like that, where where they're just two dudes who are best mates and they go to weddings like to have fun, pick up girls, do whatever, and like yeah. that's sort of how they live their life. They work together. Like I feel like that would be like a funny, cool sort of like cruisy yes. character. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the internship is another one I just thought of too with them. Yes, like that's just, a good film. Like the, yep. the tech literate dudes that just yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't yeah. go wrong with that. That'd be a fun life to have as a character. That'd be one of my favorites, like easy to go in characters. But yeah. uh yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh what about favorite filmmaker? Like, doesn't matter what they've made, you're gonna go see it because it's their movie and they've made it. Got a few. Uh Quentin Tarantino, 100 percent Uh yep. Martin Scorsese, 100 percent as well. Yeah. Um uh I enjoy Ridley Scott as well, yep. but it can be hit and miss. Yes. Um, like I here's here's what oh circling well back here's a movie that i never actually saw that i should have seen sure the first ever alien ah okay yes yes yep i've never seen that i've never seen the yeah. first alien i've seen alien versus predator and i think i've seen the sequels to alien but i've never yeah. seen the first alien yeah uh, i know that was really scott um okay. but 
Yeah, I'd, I'd say those three, mainly Quentin Tarantino and Martin Scorsese. Like anything they yeah. do, I'm um yeah, massive fan of theirs. So yeah, sure. and I love I love that they use all the same actors as well, and they have relationships yeah. and. And like, yeah, I, I love the style in which their movie, like when you're watching a Quentin Tarantino movie, you're like, I know this is a Tarantino movie from the opening like credits. Same yeah. with Martin Scorsese. Like you just know what they're doing. Like, you know what their type of film is. Yeah. And um, I, I respect that, that they've never changed and that they, they have their world and it works and you fit in with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd throw Michael Bay in there for good measure. Uh, a bit of Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. Get a seizure from all the like, yeah. short, sharp camera direction yep. and shot duration. Yep, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, OG Transformers, Michael Bay. Yes. How good. <laughs> um, I think it's time to move on to the to the main feature, which is the movie we've film. come to see, yes. which is uh, starring your boy, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's Who Blood have Diamond. <laughs> yes, Blood Diamond is my favorite film of all time. I reckon yeah. I've watched this movie over 50 times. And this is one we were talking about earlier where I said, I went to the cinemas not expecting much and I would have only been in grade 11, maybe. Yeah. Um, So it's, and it's not as if I relate to the South African war or the apartheid or the diamond smuggling industry. Like I've got no connection there, like, which is so strange, you know, like, but there was something about the, like, I love, I love films that are like probably similar to the rings that are like journeys and, yep. and, and anti-heroes, like he's a great anti-hero on that, his role, Leo. And, yep. um, and the journey that he goes on, not only as a character, uh, as a human, but in like in time as well with the diamond trade, the story, the, the shots where they're in the African sort of outback as well. And they go to little yep. villages and they go to the capital cities. And, and I just thought it was so well done and well acted in as well by Leo doing a South African sort of accent, being a big yep. missionary sort of soldier. Um, I remember being so moved in that movie when I first saw it and it just stuck with me. And now it's a movie I can put on no matter what mood I'm in or where I'm at. And I can always sit through the whole thing. I'll never yeah. go on my phone. It always hits me every time in the same spots. Sure. Um, and, and like, I, I, you know, I've quoted it so many times. I can remember so many bits from it. I, and I don't know why, cause it's not like, I wouldn't say that's a common movie for people to have as their no, favorite. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Um, but yeah, it's worthy it's just, of it though. It's worthy of being the top spot in anyone's list. It is really, it's good. a great film. Yeah. It's a great film. And, um, when, and people, I think it's underrated as well. Like people don't see that as Leonardo's best film or one of the, you know, one of the greatest films of all time. When you go back and look at it, it's like, there's a lot right with that movie. And yeah. there's a lot of cool yeah. things in that movie, not just from acting, the directing, the, the score, like the soundtrack's really cool. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm just big into that sort of world that films live in, like the journey that they go on, the, the the what it makes you feel as a person whether it's good or bad like i yep. um that's what i get around and if it's something bad I, you know i don't mind it either so like yeah this this film for me had everything like you'd have moments of like you know yes who are we doing it and you have moments of sort of sadness and depression and sort of it doesn't always it doesn't necessarily even have the happy ending which i sort of yes. get around as well yeah um, of course but yeah it's yeah it's just one of, I, I can't explain it it's just it just is yeah. like my favorite it's film. tough to yeah and it feels uh, i um I'd say this one sits probably pretty high for me as well, but I feel like it, talking about a film that seems quite a, that does seem quite so brutal as well. Yes. And like yes. talking about it in like a favorite context feels weird. So it's, it does. It is yeah, hard yeah, to like yeah. explain to someone heavy, why you right? are into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people say their favorite films are you know Harry Potter or maybe even Lord of the Rings or like things that are like easy watching or nostalgia or whatever, but yes. like, yeah, it's that heavy sort of drama where it's like, no, this is yeah. going to take you to a place that you don't necessarily yes. want to go. And is based on true events too. Exactly. Unlike the Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and stuff as well. So there's like this, this level of like, oh, this is, tough because this this did 
happened. Like people actually lived through yes. through this event in time and stuff. And that is that's tough to to swallow, I think, and comprehend yeah. the way you're and, watching and, it. And the well. whole the diamond trade, like people people have jewelry and diamonds and pay big bucks for them, and you wouldn't think twice yeah. about going to a shop here and getting a diamond ring or whatever it may be. And then yeah. where's that ring come from? And then come like from. tracing the blood stones and the blood diamonds all the way back and how it works. It's crazy. And smuggling in goats through African mountains and like, yeah. you know, what people have to go through over there and like the locals and like being separated from their family. And, and yeah, I think it was, um, it was a great anti, anti sort of hero character as well. Yes. And an emotional sort of moving film, but also, yeah, cause it was based, like you said, on real events. It, it hits yeah. you with all the feels that you're like, Oh, I shouldn't be feeling this or this shouldn't, I shouldn't be enjoying this as much as I am, I suppose. Yeah. I am. Um, yeah. When I looked up a few things about this, this one, I've, I don't know how many times I've seen it. I'd probably say at least three I've seen this, but I didn't notice this. And I wonder if you did. Um, so throughout the movie, it's suggested that Leo's character has HIV. Um, at the beginning of the movie, uh, when a huh. prostitute uh, tries to like, get him to yeah. like take her home. Yeah. She says, Oh, Hey, hey I'm HIV free. And he says, Oh yeah, well, I've heard that before. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, he keeps his distance from Jennifer Connelly's character. I think, I don't think they ever touch one another throughout the whole film. And then at the end, oh. he refuses to let Solomon touch him where he's bleeding. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The he end does. Of the film on the side of the mountain too. Yeah, so yeah, I think, yeah. I'm not sure if that's like just a really well woven detail into the movie. Cause that's, that sucks if it's true, but also that's a really cool way of showing it without ever explicitly saying it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't think But that it's like definitely that. not something I picked up when I watched it. That's all. No, no. Danny Archer, HIV. I didn't yeah. pick that up either. But when you say it back like that, in all those moments, you're right. He does yeah. do that. And I don't, I don't think Jennifer Conley's character, or she tries to touch him when they go yes. to like, uh, when they're sort of hiding out in that village and yes. they're drinking that sort of like moonshine-esque kind of drink. Um, yeah. And he doesn't want to let her in, doesn't want to let her touch her. But yeah, you're right. And then Solomon, he doesn't let him touch his wound at the end when he gets shot. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not sure if that's. I wonder like if it, that is true or not. I've never yeah. even seen that been asked of the, of the film or to the actors or anyone who was yeah. in it. So yeah, that's fascinating. I don't know. It had me thinking too. So I think. Now I'm going to go back and watch it again. Like, it. Yeah. yeah my, you've just <laughs> yeah. given me a reason to watch it again. <laughs> to I'll watch have it to again. Do it. I as well. <laughs> you get home tonight and Morgan's like, why are we watching Blood Dummy? Yeah, just checking yeah. to see if Leo's got HIV. It's okay. You know? <laughs> I'm just going to see if he has it again. Yeah. <laughs> Leo, come on. Perfect. Uh, I've got two yeah. more like quick bits for you. Yeah. Uh, what's the next movie? We've kind of spoken about June, I guess, already. So that might be it. But the next movie you want to see up on the big screen. Yeah, I want to see June. Um, I want to see that because it comes out. Well, I mean, it comes out today. today um, so I'm yep. keen, I think I'm going to see that this weekend. Um, yep. uh, what else is there? Oh, the Spider Man. I really want to see the new Spider Man yep. film. Uh, sure. Big fan of like a little Marvel stuff. It's easy watching. Tom Holland's a great actor. I want to see that. I'm looking forward to those. Um, what was another big release coming out over the Christmas sort of period? The Boxing yeah. Day release. Because I know they've got that. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio com comedy disaster sort of film that's coming out on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's look up, Netflix it's called. That's coming on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't look up. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, but they're dropping that out in the cinemas for like an early release. I like to try and yeah. see them in the cinemas before Netflix. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'd say I'd say June and 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 Spider Man. I'm pretty keen to see both those and both very different movies as well. Finally, I used one of your top four films. Mm -hmm. And I found a one-star review for it online. Okay. I took out all the references to the movie. So we'll see if you can guess which one it is. Okay. Okay. 
The title is As I Expected. I've been watching this movie for about 30 minutes and I have yet to smile, let alone laugh. It just proves to me that Hollywood will do anything to make money. Why, oh, why did they make this piece of shit? (laughs) Uh, The special effects are pretty good, uh, but it's the only thing special about this movie. Uh, It's symptomatic of modern comedies. Comedies is written in inverted commodities. That it's just filled with foul language. Uh, Why people think this is funny, I will never know. What movie do you think this is? I mean, it has to be Ted, doesn't it? Yeah, it is Ted. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing about humor that we were speaking about with comedy before. Like, not everyone's going to find everything funny. And sometimes, yep. like, comedy doesn't age that well. And, like, yep. that guy's given it a one star review, but then it's one of my favorite movies of all time. So, like, who knows? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> tough. Hey, eh? like, I, I always surprise myself reading those and just fall into this category of you must have just been in the worst mood. Yeah. To watch this in the first Who are place, you like, to judge it that yes. much? Like, even, <laughs> even movies that I don't like, you know, I'm not going to, I wouldn't, yep. I don't think I could ever give anything below it two and a half star or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, feel like I would feel bad doing it because I would just feel like yeah. it took so much effort to make this. Like at least yeah. give it a star for the fact that it's made and it's finished alone. Yes. You know? Like it's. People it's, are just so negative tough. and grim anyway. Like, come on, spark yeah. out. but anyway very funny they didn't find it funny and you know we loved it one of my favorite movies um that's it man thank you uh so much for doing it do you no worries thanks for having me where can um where can people at you in the dms if they disagree with any of your selection what's the uh (laughs) Uh, mate hit me up on instagram at ducko just d-u-c-k-o you'll uh you'll find me there there's not too many of us with that name so you can hit me up there and uh (laughs) come and tell me about my one star movies that suck Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bottomless Popcorn. For bonus content, news, and upcoming guests, follow us on Instagram at Bottomless Popcorn Pod. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at bottomlesspopcornpod at gmail.com. And be sure to leave a review of your own favorite film wherever you listen to podcasts.